Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Pod Leadem. That's a high fashion podcast spelled backwards. <laughs> My name is J.W. Crump, and I think you're putting the sense of wonder in your mouth. My name is Alexander Price, and what's also beautiful about you is your name. My name is Hannah Jean Ginsburg, and how dare you take both of my quotes? <laughs> yeah, I got one for you, Hannah. Your beauty I, is no, your no, no. boobies. <laughs> hush, hush. This is a peek behind the curtain. I'm Hannah Jean Ginsburg, and that big face is a million-dollar face. <laughs> Perfect salvation. <laughs> and we're obviously of course clearly about to discuss psycho 15 episode 11 Branca sozani i can't pronounce these names as well as uh, my sozani yeah. <laughs> or as i retitled it the girl who i didn't hear say corn fed <laughs> there's um lots of things that that particular contestant is difficult to understand on <laughs> You know who's not difficult to understand? Our Anchor.fm sponsors. And we got two Anchor.fm slash Podleadum sponsors. Double, double. <laughs> it's always perfect. Yep. Sorry, when does a double, double just become a slow clap? <laughs> Our two sponsors this week are Crystal and Depreece. Definitely the person from the show past whose name was... He wrote was, her full name in. <laughs> yeah, it was Dipperese Brescia, and I'm comfortable saying the last name because I'm pretty sure that person... It's her. That it's also, Dipperese Brescia doesn't exist. Oh, that's true. Wait, y'all, didn't we at some point, and maybe still do, have a sponsor named Jeff? <gasps> Dipperese and Jeff? Are they reuniting? Are, did we bring lovers together? <laughs> oh, we can't or forget siblings. <laughs> I don't remember their relationship. Who could say? <laughs> so thank you to Deprice and Crystal. We appreciate you because we know they got a dollar. Mm -hmm. Do you? <laughs> okay, so here's what happened on Top Model. <laughs> That's exactly the way Ghost Rider used to do there previously. Yes. <laughs> Grab your case book. Here's what happened on Ghost Rider last week. Chelsea's past experience made her the leader of the pack. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah, that and not the fact that she got to two. <laughs> and there was an actual usable pun because after their photo shoot, Jane crumbled under the pressure. Sure, marvelous, I say. And was Chris sent home? No, a lack of focus. Got her Vogue Italia dream taken away. <laughs> My dreams. Chelsea can't help but be Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> sweet baby G's. <laughs> because Anne said, Anne said, you know, in Texas, it's not all about fashion. And Chelsea said, but have you heard about Idaho fashion? No, you have not. Because Texas fashion is bigger than Idaho fashion. And this is where we learn that Chelsea is from Idaho and that's her whole fucking deal since when? Well, also that 
she's been trying to model since she was 14 and it's the one dream in her life she's ever had but also she's currently living in idaho there's a cute fishing picture mm-hmm. and a captions crunch right this must be right it, because, because it was it was honestly like it was look, a little confusing i but, you know we like to tease captions and how they crunch us yeah they're our best friend we absolutely can tease them but i couldn't honestly tell you that they were fully wrong when they caption Chelsea saying, I save up money to buy the boat. My parents won't buy it for me because it's too expensive. Now she must have meant Vogue, right? No, like I a think magazine. She, no, I think she wants a boat in Idaho. I thought she Lake wanted, success. I thought she meant book because she'd been talking about magazines right before then. I'm going to say it. No, Chelsea wants a boat. I really? <laughs> unnecessarily expensive thing the ss high fashion (laughs) also jane says she continues the crack motif Mm -hmm. and says that there was finally a crack in her robot persona and i was like jane a crack in a robot would be a bad thing (laughs) also chelsea gives herself a nickname because she says the competition is getting very intense very quickly. She is the competition, like the situation. <laughs> mm, I like it. I like it too. My photo, what's it say? Inspired, <laughs> sex detective, stunning. <laughs> because seduc- seductive and stunning were so smushed. Oh my God. Look like sex detective. <laughs> <laughs> It was a fun transition from a real statue to her digital art, though. Yeah. I was like, we're doing it. Uh, Jane is done, by the way. Uh, That crack in Jane opened up her hatred for everybody (laughs) else and the competition and maybe just, like, the idea of modeling. But Kayla is also here to troll everyone. Every single person left in the house with her. When she said, come look at it with me, Chelsea, and then just invites everyone to come sit and watch her picture and when she is talking and jane says interrupts her and says i don't like that picture very much and kayla just goes shut up jane (laughs) and just keeps monologuing to Anne about how well she's doing and how far she's come when and while Anne attempts to become smaller and smaller corner (laughs) Anne. Anne, remember when you used to get top photos it feels like i've gotten two in a row now Hmm. We get a new embarrassing photo of Anne. Who is bullying Anne into taking these photos? <laughs> I also saw Jane walk by with what looked like the house fold, and I just love the idea of Jane just fully texting spoilers to her mother. <laughs> <laughs> and then we are so close to getting just the bacon cat. It started with the cat. This <laughs> like time. they're almost not bothering to show us Anne anymore because they do a hard close in on bacon cat <laughs> and then, then zoom over to Anne. <laughs> it was so great. I love bacon cat so much. <laughs> Shadow contestant bacon cat. <laughs> Truly the winner of the cycle. Anne talks about potentially doing jumping jacks before a photo shoot while she is twitching her hand in a way that I said, maybe we should get that looked at. But also that probably would help you, Anne, and I don't think you're doing it. So it seems like you know what you have to do. And then she says, like, I don't know if you can tell I have presentation problems. We can tell, Anne, we can tell. I do kind of believe that she's gotten 
better than she used to be. I can't Probably. imagine yeah. her definitely being worse. It is also interesting to me that it's just like, yeah, babe, just if if you it sounds like yelling to you, then just yell. Right? Yeah. Just yell. Yeah. What happened with this Tyramel? <laughs> what was the timeline? <laughs> Anne almost said, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, 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 der. <laughs> der. <laughs> Tyra, like, did she not? Did she walk in there? Did the production, hold up. Did production ask her to walk into the room? And then she was like, okay. And then she just stood there. And then she realized the reason they asked her to walk in was there was a new Tyra male? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's all very believable. We go and meet Miss J. Miss J, who stole Liz's eyebrows on her way out the door. And put them atop their own. <laughs> I think Miss J's poof is getting bigger as the women are eliminated. That would have been great. Would have loved. Mm-hmm. And we are introduced to Barbara Terranoni. Well, before we are, Miss <laughs> J is forced into tossing us a word salad. Well. When you guys go on castings, personality is key. And if you want to be successful models, you have to feel the emotion the designer wants, and be able to deliver a personality. Here's your personality. <laughs> Please sign <laughs> sign for this personality. And no one has more personality than Barbara. Look, Barbara Terenoni has perfect button-down shirt cleavage, and I would like her to teach me how to achieve that. Mm. Sure. Barbara Terenoni was a theater actor until this episode of Top Model because she is now a acting coach and her professional Instagram page, her profile picture is a screenshot from this episode that I am showing Hannah and JW currently. You know what? what? Why? World. <laughs> Why get a business card when Tyron is doing all the work for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barbara is this starts one of the weirdest segments in top model history, I almost couldn't take notes about it because no. I was mesmerized by what I was seeing on my screen. Well, it starts with an awkward wave, and then it leads to an ambiguous objective, and they're in the echoiest room possible for this challenge. It's Teach. such a weird mix of things that would be useful, like walking in and introducing yourself clearly <laughs> sure. and audibly. Which is apparently a lesson not just Anne needs, I'm going to no. say. But then there's also the running around and yelling, help me. And Barbara said Anne's bully word Calls and called her, her Frankenstein. Noted smiler Frankenstein. <laughs> well, also she says, also, are you sure you're alive? Are you sure you're alive? Now... Did Anne introduce herself right after seeing Jane fail and still failed? Yes. Yes. Also, did Barbara have a watch sponsor? She has <laughs> the biggest watch on her arm I've ever seen. I don't say this lightly. Barbara seems crazy. Like, really <laughs> insane. I'm sorry, y'all. This is what all acting teachers feel like to me. Mm. Every time I've been in the few acting classes I have been in, this is how I picture them. And I'm sorry. I know there are probably some lovely acting coaches out there. This is what people think of when they think of acting coaches, because it seems both helpful and nonsensical, and you never know where to put the lesson. It's just... The, and then the weird stare-off between Chelsea and Barbara. 
What was help? What was helpful about that? Power moves. I mean, it made Chelsea feel good because she tells us that she's definitely front running as far as confidence and personality is concerned. And Kayla's mind has been melting for a while now because now she can't even remember how many top photos Anne's gotten. Four, <laughs> five weeks in a row. Who could say? <laughs> I did like Anne's. I'm probably mumbling even now to her producer in the talking <laughs> I bet her producer's like, "Uh uh-huh, it's been real hard. (laughs) They all get back in the bus, and they think they might see someone important. Hmm, I wonder why they would think that. Did (laughs) Miss J tell them they were seeing someone important? Who could that be? And they arrive. Well, this is a nice elevator. They talk about it. It's also tiny. Yeah, but it's nice. nice. (laughs) It is nice. It is nice. They get into a glass elevator, and it's the Condé Nast building in Italy mm-hmm. because actually Franca Sozzani is the editor for all the magazines that they pass. Yeah, which Andre drops later, which I appreciated. And when they leave the elevator, they leave the door open, which means no one else can use that elevator now. <laughs> it was so weird because we go to a commercial because we get the reveal of Oak Italian. Go to a non-commercial as we're watching it. But when we come back, was it weird to either of you to see Jane Tyron with just Jane? Yes. Because I, I paused and I was like, what's so weird about this? And it's because we're so used to their city, maybe their age, their height, know, appeared on America's Next Top Model Cycle 12, like all the things that could be <laughs> under their like, name. Is it just more being mean to Jade and implying that there's nothing else to know about her? And here's Jane, I guess. Truly, I wonder, I'm surprised they don't just put Princeton under it. <laughs> And before we get to this meeting, let me just go in. We might have been a little too hard on Vogue Italia in the sense that Franco Sozzani has had a very storied career and it Vogue Italia was considered for a long time kind of the rogue Vogue magazine. They were pushing boundaries a lot. They talked about things that Italy doesn't like talking about very much and she did it for three decades before she died of lung cancer she came across really good in this episode too in my opinion i agree and she's also just captivating to look at and listen to Mm -hmm. apparently she wanted to go into physics but her father wouldn't let her so instead she went into philosophy and when her son francesco sozani did a documentary about her she made sure to get like here are the people you should interview and included people that didn't like her. And they're like, you need to talk to these people too. Including the like CEO of Condé Nast, who apparently hated her and wanted to fire her all the time. Wow. So yeah, she seems kind of cool. Uh, Andre is dressed like the music man for no reason. It is, it is really nice to have a presence on this show, particularly for me, a female identifying presence, who wears her power just very quietly Mm -hmm. and very confidently. And it makes such a contrast to so much of what we see on the show so often. Yeah. It really comes across like she doesn't need to push Mm -mm. her authority. Nope. Her, the respect is it. This is the difference. I I just screamed at a friend about this, not at the friend, but like about this topic. (laughs) I screamed at my friend. I'm a great person. No, I screamed about this topic where, there's such a difference between a boss who demands respect and a boss who is respected. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think she's someone who is respected. Yeah, you definitely get that feeling. And no one is more shocked that she is going to talk to the person she's literally in the same room with as Kayla, who's like, uh, I could have, uh, Barbara, she says that she could have used Barbara's lesson for at least two more hours. I'm like, what a weird specific. But you know who does a great Barbara impression? Anne, because hate enlivens Anne, and she should be using it more. Anne mocking the process is the loudest Anne has ever been. Yeah, that's kind of one of those things that reminded me of when Liz was like, well, I if I had done this and been commercial, I would have won. Like, I want to be like, Anne, just do the thing you're mocking yeah. and like tone it back a notch. And this would actually be a better speaking voice. <laughs> she does get a little British, which I think was funny. Can we talk about lurking Andre? Yes, Because please. for every single interview, he stands halfway in and halfway out of... Franco Tozzani's office doorway. Did something happen to his pants? I could kind of, I could kind of understand in a, oh, I'm watching so I can evaluate, but I don't want to distract. Except he then retains that position when he and Franca are just talking about how they did. It was so weird. It was such an odd thing to do. It is post shower energy. (laughs) Be like, hey, a roommate. (laughs) <laughs> are we ordering food tonight or are you making something <laughs> that is what it looked like with his 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 bandmaster hat just hello I'm just like why you know each other yeah yeah so they're gonna talk to her one-on-one kayla's first and kayla gives the energy of someone showing her parents a picture book she made and is like <laughs> and then i did this picture and then i did this picture and then I, uh, this is my favorite picture. The best thing about Kayla is she has hindsight and realizes that she did really poorly. She and Chelsea both do this thing that seems like a fundamental mistake. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Chelsea, who clearly does the best at this. Oh, yeah. But when they both point out, like, well, Matthew Ralston took this one. And it's like, y'all, she hires him. It's <laughs> it's not going to be that impressive. Right? When Chelsea walks in for the first time, though, she got lost. Because when she first walks in, she's surprised that she needs to turn to her left. (laughs) It's because she's from Idaho, JW. I'm Chelsea, hello, and I'm from Idaho. But she does walk in with an aggressively polite amount of Italian ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Chelsea honestly nails this. It's exactly what you want this to be. The one thing, and maybe you guys can talk about this. It seemed a little rude that she never stood up to shake anyone's hand. And I get that she, I don't know. I, I oh. think she's just short and it would be hard to lean over the desk. <laughs> oh, maybe. I guess I'm used to it because when, I, when I'm like on the casting side of a casting table, there's some people who want to shake hands. I never stand up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just would never shake anyone's hand. And I get that. And I, I should probably, I, I try to gesture away from it, but there's some people who will not let you get out of that, Alexander. <laughs> I guess. I'm just a polite person who wouldn't shake your hand if you're sitting down or would stand up if someone tried to shake my hand and then make them feel really uncomfortable about it. Yeah. And then groan as you get back down as if it was the heart. <laughs> Anne walks in speaking audibly, which is already a really big improvement. Sure. Maybe she had a speaker in that giant purse she decided to bring in with her. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have left that in the other room. But then just stops talking. Her mouth, her tiny mouth closes and never Mm -hmm. opens again. 
And James goes so poorly that a random colleague <laughs> just walks through there <laughs> because, like, <laughs> it doesn't even seem like an interview is going on because of how Jane's doing it. They needed copier paper, JW. <laughs> when Andre is hiding in the corner talking to Franco Sozzani. Are you going to bring up Andre breaking the show? Well, he's like, Anne? Anne is the one you should pick. Remember, see how great Anne is? Well, she says that Anne comes alive in the photos. Uh-huh. That's that's generated yeah. by Franco Tozzani. And then when they're talking about not so much in the interview because she's shy, Andre says, "You can be shy and still be successful." Oh, can you? <laughs> We've never told anyone that ever before on this show. And also, I think Franco Tozzani seems a little shy. She doesn't yeah. seem like she talks a lot. Yeah. In fact, I bet Franca would prefer it if they were a little shy. <laughs> so they head outside because they are they need to re- remove themselves from this office. Yeah. So they go stand in a courtyard. I wish Andre hadn't moved, though, and he literally had to open a window and still talk to them. <laughs> He's like, oh, I glued myself to this. I, I made a mistake. Did this prize seem like a collection of high fashion Mad Libs? Yes. Yes, it did. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> the prize is that they're going to go and look at Da Vinci's The Last Supper in a private showing with Andre Leontali, and then they get a night in a fancy hotel. Deluxe. Deluxe. An unprecedented private viewing. No one's ever. <laughs> I mean, I think it's the first time. The top model has had a prize of a private viewing of a painting. Yes. Let me tell you. So in that way, there is no lie. <laughs> this was weird, though, right? It was very strange. And also, the end result of it is so boring. It's worse. It's worse than what it... Yes. So obviously, Chelsea wins. Mm-hmm. And she gets to pick a friend for the first time ever. And this is where Andre was like, Idaho corn fed. And I was like, mm, I think Chelsea said corn fed. I like your editorializing, Andre. <laughs> and she picks Kayla because she wasn't going to pick Anne. And she doesn't want to pick Jane because Jane will know everything about the fo- the fucking picture. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she'll pick Kayla. And I also think that Chelsea and Kayla are in a little bit of a unspoken alliance of Against can Dan. we be the top two? Yes. Yeah. So then Andre has a costume change, and they head in to look at The Last Supper. Now, everyone has probably heard of The Last Supper, but because Andre makes a big deal about, oh, it's actually painted on the wall, I thought I'd throw in some history that kind of is funny about this painting. When it was painted, it was painted with materials. <laughs> There's a part of me, Alexander, that really wants the violins to kick in underneath you right now to be like, I can do it. Great. Thank you for producing it because it's happening now. Oh no. Because Da Vinci was had a really inconsistent schedule and was frequently revising it, he painted it with materials that did not last. So as soon as it was finished, it basically began deteriorating. Then about a hundred-ish, hundred and fifty years later, a doorway was cut through the painting. And you can see it bricked up. And another hundred years after that, they hung a curtain over it to protect it. But that actually made it worse because it trapped moisture. And then it stuck to the painting and pulled off paint. The latest 
restoration of it started in 1978 and wasn't finished until 1999. And... There was controversy because people were like, it looks like the colors are different, the shapes are different, and the tones are different. So it's actually, what you see is no longer Da Vinci's Last Supper. It's basically just a new picture. And... Unprecedented. Well, what's unprecedented (laughs) is I think they only used let five people in at a time to keep the temperature down. But the fact that there were lights and cameras... They, that was the unprecedented part because I think it got a little hot for the painting, so they needed well, to get out. And after Chelsea fake cries and hugs Andre, then Andre says, "Okay, we gotta go." Notoriously, <laughs> notoriously sentimental Catholic Chelsea. Catholic, that's new. She's doing everything she can to win this, Alexander. It is time for storyline. <laughs> But the most fun happens back at the model apartment. This was <laughs> nothing but fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this is where great. I'd want to be. Uh-huh. Now, is it really where Jane wants to be? No. Jane's begrudgingly having fun, but Anne's having the best night of her life. <laughs> they decide to have their own little party with Chinese food and vodka. Good. And y'all, I loved <laughs> Anne's anime Last Supper. The Last Supper Little? I loved it. I love it so much. Oh, and a yellow napkin. (laughs) Yellow (laughs) cocktail napkin. They arrive at a hotel that is as big as a house as their house. Well, it's a mall. Yes, it is a mall. And the seven stars is, it's so vague that they are the, it's the only seven star hotel in the world. I've only heard of five. (laughs) Well, it made me think that. The hotel just named itself Seven Stars. It did too. It does have certification, (laughs) but the certification says it guarantees a category of extra luxurious service within the area of hotel hospitality at international level. What is the seven star for? Towel thread count? Like, what do you even like? The mall. Luxury wise. This feels so Vegasy to me. This Mm. feels like Mm. Caesar's Palace. But hey. They get some champagne and delivered by a little butler. Butler, they got potato chips. End of the luxury potato chips and canapes. Okay, but this was nothing. Well, and someone knows that it's nothing Uh when they get on the bus the next day. (laughs) Oosh, Chelsea. Though before we get there, Chelsea is like, this is the top two. This is what the top two should be. And I'm going to say, I agree. <laughs> also, they're really impressed that there's a Gucci store across the way. That's not the flagship store. That's just a Gucci store. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I, I. But you know what? I think if I had gone there, I would have been like, wow, that's it. That's Gucci. You know what I mean? Sure. New York's deadened me to big luxury brands because now I know where the actual stores are. Yeah. But I would have been like, Hermes? What? And now I've gone into Hermes and cargo shorts before. And it's kind of <laughs> ruined. It's ruined the vibe. Jane and Anne do one word at a time. It was Tyra fun. Posta. It was the fun. thing was fun. They are also drunk. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> Super drunk. They get on the bus to pick up uh, Kayla and Chelsea, and who try to rub it in their face. Yeah. And then and say that they're doing that. Yeah. They say that they're doing that. And then and Jane is all, so there wasn't a spa? Oh, don't sound that luxurious to me. 
Sounds like you guys got some really practical prizes. Um, there's nothing practical, <laughs> nothing practical about it. Wow. You could almost say that looking at a painting had no value for us. <laughs> so joke's on you. <laughs> I saw Chelsea cry. It was moving. <laughs> and Anne is one big shrug. <laughs> so they arrive at their photo shoot? Well, <laughs> first of all, are those one million tiny skulls on Mr. Jesus? <laughs> For sure. Not only that, but his shorts have the world's harshest front fold I've ever <laughs> seen. What happened to his pants that he needed to get a new pair of shorts? Got ironed incorrectly. <laughs> and then we get... Another instance of intense top model math. When Mr. J lets them know, as is now the thing, not only favorite thing to do, what's about to happen, but the timing of it is that two of the contestants will be going home at the next judging. And Jane says two means 50%. The chances of staying are significantly reduced. Abby Lee still with us. (laughs) I love Abby Lee. He also keeps saying, and that's fitting. He says it after every sentence. <laughs> We're in Verona, and that's fitting because blank. Two people are going home, and that's fitting. What are you talking about? And then <laughs> we go to commercial, and we get the same lines. Yes. Let's also just say this episode was running short. Because the end of the episode has to have an extra minute, minute and a half thing that we'll get into. But also, every time we come back from commercial, usually Top Model gives you maybe a line to get you back. This, they just replay an entire scene with some remix to it. Like, I think this episode just did not have content. And it took me so long to figure it out. But I think what the actual order was, was we're in Verona, which is fitting because... It's where Romeo and Juliet takes place. And you guys are going to be doing a little bit of acting because Romeo and Juliet is a play that traditionally is acted. It is. Which is not written. It's not an Italian play. No. Nor did Shakespeare ever visit there. Nor is there any connection to what's going on. Mm. The most connection we have is that the place that they are at depicts mythological scenes depicting Medusa and Medusa head is the icon of Versace, which was last episode. Like it's so we're going to have, they're just going to throw so many references at you that it's like, they're hoping one will apply. Uh And then we have gone on such a style journey with Tyra. Oh my God. This to me (laughs) is the worst thing that she has ever worn ever. This, this is H to T U G L Y. This looked like someone who had unfortunately gone through the process of the airline losing their luggage <laughs> and then had to buy an entire replacement outfit from a hotel gift shop. <laughs> Maybe this is from Townhouse Duomo or wherever the fuck they were. Also, I'm going to lay it here because it's important for later. The drive from Milan to Verona takes two hours so they waste so much time getting to this stupid place 
to then start. But back to Tyra's outfit. Please. <laughs> she has a hat on. Not a newsy hat. Not a newsy hat. New kind of hat. Straw. Fedora. <laughs> Feather. Also made of straw? <laughs> she has every necklace. <laughs> you know how you can buy chunky layered necklaces pre-layered? Yep. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Three of those. And then for someone who is about to roll around on the ground so much... I don't know how this outfit stays on her. It doesn't look like it's enclosed. <laughs> I would call it a wrap dress, but I feel like it didn't wrap around her. It's got a pattern. This is her This that, is her directing outfit. We've seen casual newsy Tyra, and this is directing a motion editorial Tyra. But then, but then, but then, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then newsy Tyra would have actually made sense to me uh-huh. if the entire cycle was her leading up to directing and she was like this is my directing yes. identity yep. because that made sense and this is the one time the one time she's not suspended she's not newsy capped she's not grays upon khakis well she does mime motion editorial badly so at least that's actually what they're called <laughs> sure did we need it though with hardcore sexuality pain and fear because hmm. <laughs> there's no story i just told you the story hannah <laughs> act one hardcore sexuality, sexuality. <laughs> and yet also there are 13 in it what yes and because tyra only ever knows 30 percent of a thing she refers to <laughs> alice in wonderland as a fairy tale You're <laughs> <laughs> and that the scenes on the wall are fairy tales? What? The, the story seems to be they got trapped and kidnapped <laughs> when they were 13, grew up here, went crazy, and then learned their name. It's a classic story. Girl meets building. Girl falls in love with balcony. Girl cries in corner of balcony. Girl turns evil. Girl... <laughs> Transfers love to bushes. Bushes die. Girl mourns while whispering her name. Veil. <laughs> yeah, classic. To add some level levity. This is the levity. (laughs) This is all so dumb. Valentina Santa, the stylist. Her Instagram says movie character. What? (laughs) Fashion editor and stylist slash horror addicted. Ghost sticking tongue out emoji. Hmm. The styling was fine, although we get new storyline late in the game. Kayla's too tiny for anything. But also, Tyra calls Kayla an escort. But is Kayla small? Because she says that she has to give up the dresses she likes to Jane or Anne. I have no idea. When when Tyra tells chelsea that she's putting the sense of wonder in her mouth my god (laughs) maybe maybe it's just because i'm currently the parent to a young child i'm like "Uh -uh, chelsea get that wonder out of your mouth put that put that wonder down chelsea that doesn't go in your mouth sense of wonder in your eyes not in your mouth (laughs) eyes and i'm gonna say it now Two people seem to do much better in what we see that are different than the two people that get praise. I think I'm going to, I'm less distressed about, not distressed, that's the wrong word. I like Anne's performance more than y'all do, which I guess isn't saying much. 
but this is also just like impossible to evaluate it's oh no the hardest thing about this was i had no idea what is good what is bad what is neutral it's just so silly all of it i think kayla doing that slow walk was pretty great and i think jane having hair in face was pretty good I, I think Jane. I like the way the you most... said that made it sound like we were we're trying so hard to parse out individual moments. We're like, yes. I have that. I have that in my notes. Yes, <laughs> they're they're complete nonsense. Jane looked the was looked beautiful in the ballroom and was the only yes. one who really did. Yes, and I did like that. Jane was like, I tried not to look at the ceiling, so when I look up, there'll be an actual sense of wonder. Yes, smart. And is. Better at flipping her hair than you might think, is yes. how I'll phrase that. Sure. And Chelsea's way worse. <laughs> yes. Chelsea is the only one who can walk. In men's attire. But not... Men's but, attire. But beyond that, she's the only one who can kind of walk. Yes. Like, in the... In the... And I can't believe... I, in the final product she's the only one they even show doing yes Mm -hmm. and because it's tyra we are running out of light we have time problems because she spends too much time picking out outfits even though they have a stylist to do that yeah an assistant (laughs) and an assistant for vogue italia that tyra has to have final say about what everyone is wearing now did i like when jane was walking and Tyra's like, oh my, is the outfit restricting her? And Mr. J deadpants, no, it's just her stiff walk. <laughs> She's holding on to the handlebars of control. And vroom, look, vroom. Yo, that's where you want to put your hands. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> maybe I'm the wrong person to talk about this. Because as we know, I can't ride a bike. <laughs> but aren't you supposed to hold on to the handlebars? That's how you control the bike. Yeah, Hannah, otherwise you know. just fall over. <laughs> Hannah, have we ever talked about how neither of us can ride a bike? Very briefly on this very podcast. Yeah. Oh, nice. A couple weeks ago. CP Atom flashback. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyra makes them say their names and goes, Anne, Jane, Chelsea. No, no, no. It's funnier because it's Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> we never hear her say, Kayla. It's so weird. What? And who is this for? My beauty is my boobies. My beauty is my boobies. I liked that Anne was just like full tits out rolling in a bush. <laughs> and Chelsea is so confident after this. So confident. That it almost seems like she thinks that they're just going to declare her the winner at this panel. Yes. When she says, I let my personality shine through and I'm freaking out. I was like, oh, you think you've won? You think you've won the whole competition? And yet somehow are also maybe technically the least successful after Jane of the people here. Because you haven't gotten a first call out. Exactly. I guess she's won some challenges. And look, I like Chelsea. I like this energy. I do. Good for you. Be professional and bananas. (laughs) And before we go to commercial break, we are told... Stay tuned for my directorial debut. And I said, oh, God, no. It reminded me of, and stay tuned for my music video for Shake Your Body. Look, it could have been so much longer. Sure. (laughs) I really like this pre 
backstage panel bit because her wearing red, realizing everything's red, asking them, can I see myself in the camera and then changing to a much better outfit was so real. I've been there. I've worked there. I have done this switch before. I have seen people last minute not realize and forget what the set looks like. And it's perfect how, how can you forget what this set looks like though it happens because all the time so alexander nervous about her directorial debut <laughs> but beyond that you just forget you truly yeah. forget sure and then, and then you put this on and neutrally you're like wow what a look that new dress was not it it was not it, it was for better me. than what she had on though yeah sure i enjoyed look do i think it's a good look no but i enjoyed Anne wearing her fashion corset because it felt like Anne being Anne. Yeah, that's true. I just, it looked bad. Yeah, but it really is her. You know, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? That's true. That is a way to show your personality. That's really who she is. Yeah. McKee walked so Anne could, <laughs> could run, I guess. <laughs> so this is where I realized that, you know how this whole show has boasted about, like, the highest photographers and the best in the business. And since we have come to Italy... We have done one photo shoot with an Italian photographer because otherwise it's been Nigel and Tyra. Mm, yep. And it doesn't show the show in a very good light. It's like they couldn't get anyone yeah. to do this. Chelsea is first and the ADR about the best moments and final cut was heavy. Doing some heavy lifting uh -huh. for this because She's, she loved um... She's back on her ghost shit for a lot of it, and it looks not as good. <laughs> but this time, super slutty ghost? Because... Well, oh. they, they all have a little bit of that veneer to them, but to me, the walking just saves it so much compared to Yeah, it's by far the best else. part. Oh, it's, but yes. it, to me, it's the only part that's good. Agreed. Because otherwise, it's very like a white snake video. Mm. <laughs> Jane is so wet looking in a way that made me uncomfortable i still think she looks great in the fresco room whatever we're calling it yeah. that's her best moment for sure she is by far the most awkward in the bushes <laughs> well, they gave her a weird fishtail braid just for that too <laughs> and for some reason when they have her do her name we only see her mouth yeah. it felt like a read from the show about how much face you saw that big of face. each of the people yeah that's actually the size of jane's face we couldn't get it all in the frame <laughs> i don't think Anne was doing kind of anything in this what we saw I she did i thought she did okay like i said i thought the hair flip i thought she did the best with the hair flipping generally speaking and tyra was clearly very into the hair flipping it was just such a reveal because she's the first one we see crying mascara uh -huh. balcony. Oh and I was like, when Lord. did they film that? <laughs> yeah, that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it gave the whole thing a really horror feeling. Yeah. yeah. Especially since she's like in a nightgown huddled up on a balcony. Yeah. And if it feels, listeners, like we're blazing through our critiques of these, it's because it's truly hard to critique. It's nothing. There's just nothing. And yet more yeah. <laughs> than ever. And I just, I don't understand why. Like, the way the show, the show just doesn't know what to do with Anne at this point. Because I don't understand why they're not telling her to fix her hair or getting her new glasses. Right? Because Franca even calls out the glasses. Mm-hmm. I feel like Franca 
isn't on board with Anne. It really doesn't feel like it. But she, but she's not really on board with any of them. I don't think she's like any of them. And I, you mentioned it last episode. In some ways, Chris could have like decimated them all in mm-hmm. just being a person that's able to talk. Well, I think she would have nailed the acting component of this, such as it is. Yeah. I and then we don't see anything of Kayla. Kayla's is so short. We don't see the yes. walk that was great. We don't see nothing. She does look mean in the fresco room. She did a little bit of mean face. Yeah. I thought she was the only one who came close to making the bushes work. Yes. Yeah. And I actually think that Ronka likes Kayla. I like the critique mm-hmm. of, I don't know if she would be, she, I'm paraphrasing, but I don't know yeah. if she'd be for everyone, but some photographers would absolutely love her. And then Tyra kind of changes that to be like, and that's how someone makes you a star. And I'm like, well, that's not exactly. Mm. No. No. Ronka was just saying she's specific, but the people who would like that specific would look love would love it. And are the people in high fashion i think it's implied it's yeah. also strange for tyra to imply that kayla hasn't been taking good photos when she's had two number one call outs and has recently <laughs> generally been in the top couple of photos the entire time yeah wasn't she third like three weeks in a row mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of crazy and before we get into private panel it's just crazy how we get the top two that we get from the way that they talk about everyone this episode mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i'm telling you if you watch just this episode i think you'd think it was chelsea v kayla but it does also feel like the way they talk about jane makes it feel like she's gonna come up from behind and yeah. like sneak in there i don't know i get a different read on jane stuff i feel like jane is so obviously fourth that they're just trying to not completely mm. destroy her by the time she's gone. So they're trying to add any suspense to this. Why are they giving Jane any niceness? They've never given anyone this exit before. Private panel. There wasn't a ton. <laughs> that was one of my favorites you've ever done, Alexander. Really hit that yeah. note that time. There wasn't a ton in private panel. I don't have a note, actually. I have. I have so Nigel decides that he wants to show off how continental he is. <laughs> And then it ends in a big old fizzle because they're talking about Kayla. And he says, here in Italy, they call it sometimes particular. Well, what does that mean? It means exactly that. (laughs) Special. (laughs) Also, Tyra, because we have to follow through from the beginning of this cycle. Tyra calls Jane big face. But million dollar face. The big. I wish that had been her bully to power word. Just you, big face, big square you face. Lie one million dollars side by side across Jane's face. You still wouldn't cover it. <laughs> Anne is first call out somehow. Look, once she was the only one who booked Versace, there was no way she couldn't be in the top two. <sighs> I, get I just that. think it's odd that I don't think, I think because Chelsea won the challenge mm-hmm. and she also, to me, didn't do poorer than everyone else. I don't still understand why this wasn't the moment to, from a show perspective, actually, mm-hmm. what I'm going to say is, why not give it to Chelsea now? Have one. And not only that, but then be like, Chelsea it's you, the Anne, and you you finally did it. It'd be much, much more interesting. But I also get 
that it's like if you're ever in the bottom with Anne, there's no suspense. Yeah. I also, I mean, I didn't, I, Chelsea was probably my least favorite of the four in this thing from what I could tell, but it also feels dumb to try to say that one was especially better than the other one. It's true. For me, Jane and Kayla were the best in the video and Chelsea and Anne were the worst, but you can't get rid of both of them because that's been the whole fucking deal. That's true. Chelsea v. Anne. But, but it's again, just it's weird just so to, it's hard. weird to call Anne first when she didn't do well here. Well, I think they want the whole Anne's back thing. I think that's why. Yes, but like the ugh. biggest problem, and we've talked about it to death now, but the biggest problem is this just just it's just hard to judge. Yes. Yeah. So when we get to the bottom three, who's gonna who's gonna go against Anne? Battle of the blues. <laughs> All three in blue. <laughs> Chelsea. Your pictures have been really good, not kick ass. But if you've been modeling that long, you should be stronger. <laughs> Yikes. They tell they... Kayla that you haven't mastered your body and haven't mastered the angles of your face. And look. You just told her. I do think she had some funny angles for her face, specifically, in the video. So whatever. But she is so clearly the best at posing <laughs> that you can't even come across like you know when you're talking about as soon as you add that in and you planted the posing seed last episode alexander mm-hmm. yeah they literally told her your body and your face are gorgeous and you know exactly what to do with it and here they're like you don't know what to do kayla you just do things and you don't know it that's like her whole story has been that she's gotten better and better and that she's mastered her interesting features it and then and, sorry can i do this one? yes please and Jane was forgettable until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a girl with that much hair in her face push through. And I seen a lot of girls with hair in Look, their face. Here's the thing. I, t- I take your point, JW, about trying to keep suspense and make it seem like Jane has a real shot. But Tyra is canonically obsessed with girls with hair in their faces. That is true. I think it's because conspiracy theory. Do, 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 I do. think Tyra always wants to take photos with her hair and her face. Mm. And they have ch- constantly chosen not to pick those photos. And she's <laughs> like, that's the best one of the day. Why don't they pick that one? So she always picks photos from people with hair in their face. As we saw recently, and I know this is going to be weeks old, on her Instagram page, she posted <laughs> some pictures in, for that they took for Skims for Kim Kardashian's <laughs> underwear line. Where she looks terrible. But you know, the picture right before the picture she posted was hair in her face. And she's like, well, I'm going to post this picture, even though it's bad. Because there was a a strand of hair in my face in this one. Tyra finally met Heidi Klum. Finally. (laughs) No, they've known each other for years. People used to mix their names up all the time. Lies. Lies. (laughs) Y'all, I forgot. That Chelsea made it to the top two. Me too. I was ready to witness a spontaneous human combustion. I thought it was Kayla. Me too. That's interesting. I remembered, I guess, I don't know why, but I remembered it being Anne v. Chelsea. But again, I don't know why I think this. Again, I think it's because, like the show, I don't know what to do with Anne. Mm. (laughs) Because to me, the producer in me is like, it's so much more interesting to be Chelsea v. Kayla. Because they almost have competing parallel storylines 
But then I'm like, but I guess in that version of this, Kayla just wins. And I think a part of this is coming from just Kayla's my favorite now. Mm. Yeah. I have a statistics question that I'm going to spring on you. So I don't know if you'll be able to answer it right now. Is this the first time? Oh, Hannah. (laughs) Well, specific top model statistics. Uh, Oh, I know, I know. know. (laughs) I'm just being silly. (laughs) Is this the first time that someone has made it to the top two without ever getting a number one photo call out? No. Okay. That's happened before. And even when Tyra picks Chelsea, to that point, she says, we've looked at your body of work and said, this girl has what it takes. But, like, specifically by the standards of the show, that's not true. I don't think Chelsea's ever been in the bottom, but she's... Wasn't she... Maybe not. I don't know. She might have been once, but... I don't, she hasn't done well on the show, really. Well, well there's some top challenges. model maps. She's, she has, mm-hmm. um, though I will say, uh, and Hannah, I have a, I had a quick research to find out, you know, who also famously made it to the top two and never had a number one call up? Laura. Oh. But because that it's Laura, count, we it was just kind of forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was short. Because, we don't well, count also it. Laura should have had a top photo. Like Probably. there were photos where Multiple I was like, this times. should have been Laura. Yeah. And I've, n- yeah, I think I will say, I have never felt that about Chelsea. I think I was about to say, I think that's the difference is it yeah. never has really felt like Chelsea should have gotten number one. Yeah. And then we tell Kayla to stop modeling and just be an actor. Why? Why is this the advice? When has Kayla ever shown interest in or aptitude for acting? And then she's way kinder to Jane and I'm, paraphrasing but she basically says look you'll model you'll buck and then whispers whispers and you're gonna make a lot of money and then i don't remember who says it to whom but oh it's jane to kayla it's jane to kayla says to kayla let's go bones that was my backup quote and i have never before had to (laughs) star a quote so late in the episode (laughs) and do you want to do updates first hold on hold on because in next week's episode but it's really not because next week would theoretically be the recap tyra says but only one will walk away the winner for my stunning just cavalli fashion show so now it's not a roberto cavalli fashion show it's a tyra banks featuring the dresses of cavalli is it just pieces that she owns Honestly, maybe. (laughs) I mean, I don't have much to say about the editorial except bad, not good model madness. I just, if, you know, I think most people who listen to this are watching along with the show. If you aren't, please (laughs) do yourself a favor and watch this. It's a minute and a half and it's so, so stupid. It starts canting back and forth, up and down. Left, you know, up and down, round and round. The music. <laughs> the chimes. Wild. And then when we see the hair flipping, <laughs> it is a horror, horror movie. possession movie. The she whole thing's a horror movie. <laughs> because it kind of comes across, since you only see Chelsea walking, it kind of comes across like Chelsea's trying to murder Kill the everyone. other three. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to escape through the hedge maze. And then their ghosts say their name as they ascend to heaven. It also proves, I think, and maybe I'm, you know, biased. I think Kayla and Jane come off the best in this. And Anne comes off the worst from what we see. I truly don't remember anything but the camera angles. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember when it got a title. (laughs) 
Mall <laughs> Madness. And it just made me think of that old board game, Mall Madness. <laughs> Amazing game. Oh, the best. So we'll do updates. Now, Kayla is our All-Stars representative. Right. And since that's coming up so soon, I'm only going to give you a tidbit of Kayla. So I'll give that right now. But she did, in fact, as part of that challenge win, get to present at the Grammys. Get to not present. Sorry, be right. a, a Grammy girl. She gave Miranda Lambert, love, the award yes. for best female country vocal at the 53rd Grammys. And that video is still online. You can see her. She has the color hair that she has near the end of the show. It is super long, though, and she is in a sleek black dress. She looks really good. So she did get to do that, which is cool because that's yeah. like, oh, wow, you actually got to do that. You delivered on a prize. They you know, came right? later. Jane Randall. Um, I found this. We found I found a little bit more about her lacrosse team. She was actually the goalie. Oh, which I just found interesting. Princeton's varsity lacrosse team, the Tigers. And she ended up graduating in 2013 from Princeton with a degree in history. Mm-hmm. She is now a New Jersey politics commentator on the Jersey Report, a Jersey-based clone of the Drudge Report. She has a husband named Dylan, who she married in 2017. She's one of our few people that mostly is on Twitter. She is private, but a blue check mark, which means, mm. you know, a lot of journalists and people get right. Jane Randall 15. Now, there was this big, long interview that is one of the first things you'll get if you look her up, which was basically this interview of like a model turned political commentator. Can you believe? <laughs> um, and there's just one part I want to uh, say for it. I reached the final four of the show, which is considered impressive, Randall said. In my opinion, what's more impressive is that I I was signed by IMG Models afterwards and had a real career. Most girls from the show never do. A contract with IMG was one of the prizes that the winner of the show received, so it is a big deal that I got signed on my own. I also appeared in a spread for for Vogue Italia, which was another one of the prizes offered on my own. (laughs) Burn it down, Jane. (laughs) The uh, iciest tea. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'll say this. Um, we, you know, if you follow our own, us, the three of us, I should say, your lovely Podlitum host, I think you know what our politics generally are on social media. Um, r- online community doesn't always love Jane because she's apparently quite conservative. Sure. But the Drudge Report knockoff, the Jersey Report kind of implied that. Yeah. I just want to let you know if you're going into her writing, just know that that tends to be her bent. Did I use the word right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Um, so, yeah, kind of an interesting, maybe not, I guess it's not that surprising that she went into like journalism and writing and stuff because she was academic. I don't know. I mean, hist- she was a history major. Really yeah. makes you remember how she talked about other people's backgrounds. Yeah. Um, uh, it's been interesting, though. A lot of these updates are people. This has been an interesting cycle of people who just kind of got out of modeling right away. Because we've had some cycles that it felt like everyone just kept successfully modeling to some degree. This one, people are like, no, I'm a musician. I'm, you know, a writer. I'm something else. I think part of that might be to do with the. Uh casting process and the specificity of the cycle right Mm -hmm. it's like they're like we want people that look high fashion that might not normally go to become models we want interesting looks and stuff and so they were a lot of people who hadn't modeled before yeah 
So that might be the reason too. Is it's also maybe people that hadn't auditioned repeatedly to be on the show mm-hmm. who might be more inclined to keep going at it. And whereas this one, it's like, well, I tried it and I got cast, but that wasn't really what I yeah. wanted yeah. to do. I think that's astute. Um, man, I really, I didn't remember a lot about Kayla. Really grew to like her. Yeah. Really, really grew to like her. I'm glad we get to see more of her. I think Kayla won the show in a way. I mean, I guess getting invited back for All Stars sort of implies that. Yeah. But in being both memorable and plausible being so easy to relate to being so vulnerable but also like spiky enough to come across as a real person i think that's a very tough needle to thread on reality tv and she's did it really well at a really young age yeah she also seems unlike so many people on the show pretty well formed and like completely formed in a way that young queer people especially sometimes either i feel like either do or do not Mm. And she did. It felt like, you know, she was put through some ringer stuff for no reason and came out of it looking pretty good. Yeah. And then Jane, I'll stand by it, man. For someone who made it so far in the show, she had some fun little moments. I just found her to be such a dud of a contestant. I really did. I just, I never got endeared to her for whatever reason. I think she was just so much better as a sidekick. Like those were her best moments were joking with someone else or being part of someone else's bit team. Yeah. Bit. And the thing is, is like Jane is stunning and, and was kind pretty natural on film in a way that, so many people on the show aren't clearly got work afterwards so yeah Mm -hmm. and i i do i do think that jane is probably our i know we said this about esther but for me jane was the one who got the least credit for the best work like yeah there were multiple times that i would have put jane top one top two um and i feel like that just it didn't happen and i don't know why like, I think Anne was someone who, who stole, so to speak, uh, a first call out here and there from her. And if you think we stole your hearts, I you was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. Don't forget, you can go to Spotify. I know that we're still like the highest rated top model podcast out there. Uh-huh. Let's push those numbers even higher. <laughs> You can reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. You can find me anywhere lurking at Yet Charming. Just like Andre Leon Talley in the background, <laughs> lurking. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you do so that we see it. Because seeing is believing. <laughs> <laughs> so for Podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 